Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I have Dana Coverstone on the phone with me today. Been in the ministry 29 years, been pastoring for 10 years at the Living Word Ministries Church in Burksville, Kentucky, an Assembly of God church. He is the guy that had the dream back in March. He's going to tell you about it. He actually had it back in uh, November, started coming to pass in March and then June. Got uh, around 2 million views in a little over a month, and I think that is awesome. And he's also the one that has called for this solemn September assembly and is coming to our solemn September assembly. He's going to be one of the ministers there, so you don't want to miss it. But anyway, Dana, welcome to the Prophecy Club, brother. It's good to be with you folks again, Stan. And thank you very much for the invitation. I appreciate it. The Mike Shores, share your heart, brother. I just want to say thank you to your listeners and to those in the nation who have responded to the prayer events. I am hearing from different states, from Alaska, from South Carolina, from pastors in Kentucky, Alabama, uh, Mississippi, Minnesota. Uh, We've had people from uh, 42 states that have visited my church since I I first put the dreams out there. Uh, Just this morning, I've spoken over 30 people on my church phone, uh, on my cell phone, through email, who have been praying with me the last two days on my Facebook page. We're just praying for specific things for each day of September. And I am overwhelmed by the response from people in the nation. I I believe that the church is waking up, and as the Lord gave me some morning dreams, I believe that's really what they were, to wake the church up and to say these things were coming. Some of those things which could be changed, I believe, in prayer, and some of those things which are, are going to be set in stone, because Peter was told by the Lord that judgment would begin in the house of God. I just want to be ready when Jesus comes. And I believe that the Lord is waking the church up in many, many ways that needs to really get our, our attention. I want to just share something from, from the book of Habakkuk. Um, I have spent a whole lot of time, a lot more time lately in the Minor Prophets, and especially Jeremiah, but Habakkuk has been really getting me excited because in Habakkuk chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, I want to read this from the Message Translation. Now, I've got a background in Greek and Hebrew, and I know a lot of folks do not like the message translation, but Eugene Peterson, who translated it, was a very, very scholarly and academic man and knew what he was doing when he put this this translation together. But listen to what it is in the message translation. It it basically says, uh, this is the problem as God gave Habakkuk to see it. God, how long do I have to cry out for help before you listen? How many times do I have to yell, murder, police, before you come to the rescue? Why do you force me to look at evil, stare trouble in the face day after day? And then listen to this. Anarchy and violence break out. Quarrels and fights all over the place. Law and order fall to pieces. And justice is a joke. The wicked have the righteous hamstrung and stand justice on its head. Look around at the godless nations. Look long and hard. And then he says this. Brace yourself for a shock. Something's about to take place, and you're going to find it hard to believe. Now, God is speaking to Habakkuk, and he tells Habakkuk, you better brace yourself because you're about to see something that's crazy. Now, we we live in a country right now where we have cities on fire. The news has reported just recently uh, a gentleman chasing another band down the road, but coming up behind him with a brick, knocking him out in broad daylight. We have reports from Chicago that uh, you know m- members of these gangs have come together, and they're basically saying they're going to follow police, and if they see a police officer pull a weapon on anybody, whether it's right or wrong, they're going to open fire on those cops. Uh, we have Virginia that just lowered, the, lowered the, the, the criminality of how the people, the citizens of Virginia, can treat police officers. We are seeing justice become a joke. 
um, the news is very rife today with you know scenes of Nancy Pelosi getting her hair done in a salon while every other salon owner had to be closed and shut down. So we see the hypocrisy at the federal level, federal level with elected officials, you know, third in line for the presidency, and we see the hypocrisy there. We see cities on fire. Uh, we see people having to defend themselves. And, you know, it was just Minneapolis for a while. Well, now it's Minneapolis, Portland, Seattle, Kenosha, uh, Baltimore is having some issues. So we're seeing incredible things. And our country is seeing things that we never thought we would see. I was speaking to an older gentleman just a few weeks ago, and he said, you know, I thought things were bad in the 60s, but I need to repent and apologize for even saying how bad things were then compared to today. We've got cities that are in an out-of-control rage. They're wanting to defund the police with no idea what they're going to put in there. Uh, we, we see uh, fight, the people are fighting established laws. We see some people trying to, trying to say we should go easier on looters if they actually needed those things and it wasn't just to be looting. So now they are trying to um, basically trying to sanitize looting. Um, and that's coming from you know, uh, state attorneys, attorney generals in different states, prosecuting attorneys. And here Habakkuk is told you're going to be shocked by the things you see. And I believe that we're just seeing this is just the tip of the iceberg, Amen. especially until we get to to get to September. And I heard a Stan, I heard a statistic. I was uh, I moved my daughter out to another city several weeks ago. In the process of doing that, went to a church that was just open for the first time in that state. And I heard a pastor in that church give a startling statistic. Matter of fact, when he said it from the pulpit, I kind of shook in my seat. I, I I got angry. My daughter said, "Dad, are you okay?" Here's what he said. Out of 320,000 churches in America, there are only 15 to 25,000 churches that teach and believe that the Bible is the inspired Word of God and is inerrant. And when I heard that, I was floored, I was angered, I was stupefied, because, and I, I jerked in my spirit because it was like, I've got to be one of those pastors that believes the Bible is the inspired Word of God Amen. and is inerrant in all its ways. I've got to be one of those churches. But it also shows us how many churches have drank the Kool-Aid, have walked away from the Word of God, have walked away from the doctrine, the teaching, the morality, the biblical mandates of, of the Bible, of the Word of God itself, and just now have joined any crowd that's out there. Uh, churches and pastors that have lined themselves up with movements that are anti-Christian, with movements that are, that are immoral, Christians that go against government, Christ, uh, movements that are just literally satanic in their, their methodology and their practice. Uh, I, I, see, I see videos of pastors now supporting abortion, which is an abomination to God. But that's what we see. And so we went from being a city on a hill as a nation to a besieged city. And, and Habakkuk said it. God said to Habakkuk, justice is a joke. Law and order has fallen into pieces. In other words, that means it's broken. Imagine just like a, a vase or a, or a flower pot that's been thrown to the ground and it's broken into shards and pieces. And that's where we are right now in our country. And so the dreams I had about bracing yourself, I, I continue to get uh, emails every single day about people who are saying, you know, I, I didn't take that dream seriously. I just thought you were a scam. I just thought you were trying to make money or get a website. And, and because of that, they just kind of pass it off. Well, now we're seeing those things coming to pass. We're seeing violence get into a, a, way, a place that's never been before in our country. We should be very, very concerned about that in that regard. I had a dream about a week or so ago, on Monday night, August 17th. The election that we're about to see happen in November 
will be, without a doubt, the most contested, the most ill-spirited election that we've ever had in American history. I believe, I don't say that prophetically, I don't have to say that prophetically, we already know as Americans what's coming. On Monday night, August 17th, I dreamt I saw a calendar, the month of November, and it was bent, and it was torn, and it was dirty. And I also saw trees in the background. They, they, were, they were leafless. Yet a few of the trees had like a scarce amount of leaves, but they were turned over. Like when, the rain, when it's going to rain, the back side of the leaves, that lighter side of the leaf always shows. And that's what I saw when rain was coming. And the sky was a very, very dull gray with extreme cloud cover. And I saw that finger appear, and it circled November 3rd and, and it continuously in a clockwise direction. But then it changed to a counterclockwise direction before I started seeing things. And then I saw cities on fire, I saw major chaos, and I saw a headline. I saw a headline that read, Trump's Victory Challenged Everywhere. That's what it said, Trump's Victory Challenged Everywhere. And I saw this on the digital marquee, like in Times Square, uh, and Piccadilly Circus in England. So I saw this on the digital marquees. This was, this, was, this was worldwide news. And then I saw protesters in the streets. They were weary and asleep. And they appeared dirty, dingy, like they'd not slept or showered in weeks. And then I hear this bell ring, this loud bell. And these protesters woke up and they started salivating like dogs. And it made me think of uh, Pavlov's experiments where he would ring the bell and feed the dogs and the dogs would salivate. So the bell rings, the, 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 these protesters wake up and they're, they're staining their shirts. They're salivating so bad, like they're, they're angry, they're frustrated, they're very, very disturbed. And then I see people screaming, they're getting violent over the election results. Uh, to the point, they were actually firing weapons at random into the crowds in all directions. They were just so angry, they were not taking care to, to, to know what, what they were even doing. I saw a guy with a, uh, like a placard, those guys that would stand, that, that stand with the signs that say, you know, the end is near, the world's about to end. And this sign read, the obvious winner is not so obvious. And he, but he held his head in shame. And this crowd was in a frenzy of hatred. They, they began to hit each other in their wrath. And I saw more big cities with pillars of smoke. It was like the wild storm, the firestorms in California. I saw crumbled, burned-out buildings in Washington, D.C. And not the monuments, but businesses and commercial real estate. I just, it just looked like they had just gone to the city with torches. I saw headlines that declared that rebuilding would take time and trust would take even longer, and the government could not do it in a timely fashion. And after I saw the headline, I saw a government official, a treasury official, uh, look like, like he was looking into a camera, and he opened his eyes real big and made that wink, and then a big smile, open mouth, wink, with a right eye, held but closed. And then the scenery changed. I saw a Conestoga wagon, like you see a little house on the prairie. Uh, Kamala Harris was driving it, and it was led by two mules. Joe Biden was sitting on the left side, the left mule in the front. Uh, he was... Um, just kind of waving and not really aware of what was going on. The wind blew the covering of that Conestoga wagon back, and there were older case-style style cases of dynamite. And there was just some loose in an open wicker basket. And Harris began whipping the mules, and she was actually hitting Biden with the whip as well. But they, they started moving. But Biden didn't, feel like, didn't seem like he even felt the whip. He was just waving and, and kind of oblivious to what was going on. Um, and they started picking up speed. Kamala Harris is trying to get that, you know, build up to speed. And right beside Kamala Harris on the seat that would have been occupied by Joe Biden, there was one of those old-fashioned dynamite triggers that you push down and it causes the explosion. And, and the trigger part, the handle part was up in the air. It had not been pushed in the box. Uh, then I see Hillary Clinton and she's standing behind President Trump. But President Trump is on his knees 
and she has a Roman gladius knife to the left side of his neck. And she was wearing what looked like, it sounds corny, but it was like a Wilma Flintstone dress. Very ugly, very gaudy, and it wasn't finished. The sleeves weren't sewn all the way up. The trim wasn't on. It wasn't hemmed right. Um, and she also had a very gaudy ring on her right index finger, and it looked like it had blood on it. Uh, she also was wearing a skeleton key around her neck, and it was dangling in front of President Trump's eyes. It had blood and black mold all over it, uh, it was, and it stained the front of her dress. And the way it stained the front of her dress, it looked like the Nazi SS uh, lightning symbol that you saw on the on the stormtroopers the storm and, the, and the Nazi SS soldiers, uh, like the lightning symbol. And the wagon starts picking up speed, and Harris pushed the plunger on the trigger, and she jumps off of the wagon as it heads towards Clinton and Trump. Hillary was all giddy. She's laughing. She's almost like in a maniacal laugh. and But also close to her legs, there was like a big bear trap, a big animal trap. And suddenly, Trump grabs that skeleton key and jerks it down with his left hand, takes his right fist and just puts it back into her face and pummels her. And she's trying to get away from him. Her nose is kind of bleeding, and she drops the knife, and she's steps into the trap, and President Trump takes off running quickly. And then I heard three gunshots. They were not like shotguns. This was a handgun blast. I saw. I heard three handgun shots, and I watched one at a time as three Secret Service agents jumped in front of him and basically took the bullet into their bulletproof vest, which I'm assuming was underneath, you know, underneath their, their jackets. He's basically running to the beast, the, the car he's in. And uh, as he's running, these, these Secret Service agents are just one at a time jumping in front of him, saving his life. He gets into the beast, and the Secret Service agents now have the, the car surrounded, and the car is moving. But they're in a circle, with their, they're facing out. And instead of their normal, uh, their normal weapons, they have basically muskets in their hands. But I also see they have no sunglasses on. Their, their eye, they, they can completely see what's going on. Mostly the Secret Service always have some type of sunglasses or things like that on to see, so th that wasn't there. Hillary tried to pull a leg out. Wagon strikes her. There's a great explosion. A lot of big holes uh, in the ground, major damage. But it also threw the carcasses of the mules up on top of the building rubble, and they smoked like they'd been grilled or something. I saw Biden laying face down <coughs> in the middle of the street. He had wheel tracks over him, and there was a vulture sitting on his head. Harris was crying, and it looked like she was crying tears the size of quarters. It actually kind of looked like quarters coming out of her eyes. And then I saw the church with a separation line and no middle ground as, as the sides were, were basically being taken. <coughs> it was fire on the altars in the churches around the nation, and the fire moved on the heads of people who'd been praying and above the heads of many people in the church. I saw a question mark, like a symbol. And they appeared to be very confused by what they were seeing both in the world and the church. And then I saw that white figure. It was a little bit more clear to me this time. It was more of a face. It was still white. But he said, those who refuse to get ready will be wanting in the end. So brace yourself and tell others that I have warned them to brace them themselves, for they're about to see more shocking things. That dream is what threw me to think about the, the birds of Habakkuk and began to look at it. Uh, Friday night, August 21st, I had just another real quick dream. Whoa, 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 and I whoa, saw, whoa. Before I, you go oh, any go further, though, can you explain that dream? I believe I believe that Biden is basically um, the lame horse. There, there's no plans to put him in power. Uh, there'll be a big switch or something, and the plan is to you know, there's been plans in motion to remove him since two, since long before 2016 began. Um, I believe that they will do anything they can to uh, throw the election 
I believe that Kamala Harris uh, is is basically riding the coattails of Biden. And I believe the vulture on top of, of uh, Biden's head literally means the Democratic Party that existed 30 or 40 years ago that had some sense about it uh, and some uh, concern for the working class and, and American citizen, it's gone. It's, it's dead. And what we see in the streets right now of uh, Portland and Seattle, Minneapolis, <coughs> uh, Kenosha, that's the new voice of the party, the party that says, you know, we don't care what you think, we're going to do it anyway, the party that, that defends looting, riots, violence, chaos, the George Soros type of things that are out there happening, that's the type of leadership that the Democrats that are out there right now, we're seeing the new Democratic Party that's been evolving. We're seeing the evolution of a party from bad to worse. But I also believe the dream reveals to us that we're seeing people in the church that have not been listening and sitting in our churches for decades or years They've heard a false gospel. They've heard a prosperity and health. That God's got to promise everything good to us, and that's it. That are about to be really shocked by the things that we see. And the Lord is saying to us, continue to brace yourself, brace yourself. And that, that means to me, just because there's an election, it doesn't mean that it ends there. It doesn't just stop. That there's some really, really hard things coming. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, the dream I had August 21st, it was just a real quick thing. I saw that white wait, 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 wait. Before you go to that, let me ask you some specific okay. questions. I saw the trees in the background were leafless. Is that simply a confirmation that it's referring to November as in sometime taking place in the the winter? Or does that mean something in addition? I think it has a dual meaning. I think it has to do with both the time frame in November going into a colder winter. It also has to do with, uh, you know, the the tree of liberty, so to speak. Uh, The liberties that we have, the freedoms that we have, they're falling off the trees. Uh, and, and the storm's not going to stop. I'm more of a watchman than a prophet. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm a prophet at all. I'm a pastor that had dreams. But the things that I'm seeing, we're already starting to see. I just saw today where a pastor, a lead pastor, was arrested for being in possession of child pornography, a head pastor. Uh, we've seen things with Jerry Falwell Jr. Uh, one of the dreams I'd had, I, you know, I talked about well, Hang on, hang on. Before, before you go on there, let, let me take this step by step. I've got several questions about this dream. All sure. right, let's go to the next one. The finger was going in a clockwise direction and then reversed to going counterclockwise. Any interpretation on that? Things are going to change. I, I believe the fist that hits November that I saw in my, 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 the, the second dream, I believe part of that is God saying enough is enough. And he does some things physically in the natural that are going to change some things because the plan of some of those in Congress and leadership, and both parties for that matter, uh, to maybe throw an election. You know, the word says that God appoints and God puts people into power. In this sense, I believe they're saying we don't care what God wants or what God needs for the country, or even what the country needs. We're going to do what we want. And God has a way of saying, you think you can do that, but I'm not going to let you do it. And that's why I think the fists and even the, the counter, all of a sudden it goes counterclockwise. That's the Lord so stepping yes, in authority changing. into the nation and doing something. Yeah. Okay. Now the next question is: What about the bell rang, and then the dogs started salivating? What's the bell? I believe the bell is when things don't go the way that those in power want it to go. They're going to call out the troops. They're going to do whatever they can to fight whatever the election is. Because whoever wins in November, if if Trump wins in November, he is still the president until the twenty-first of January. At this point, we we know it's just going to be chaos. Whoever wins. 
no matter what happens, that election is going to keep people on edge. We already see issues with election and mail-in ballots. We remember the Gore-Bush situation and the hanging chads. It took a while before we knew who the president was. What about rebuilding would take time and trust would take even longer? I believe that just simply means that a lot of Americans are waking up to what's going on in Washington. Trust is gone in many places, in many parts of our country. I know for me, I have no faith in the federal government at all with many things, whether it's taxation, whether it's tyranny with the pandemic. The people who need to be in prison in in Congress and in federal offices who need to be in prison who will never get a trial, will never go before an American justice system. You know, things like that have caused me to have a very, very sour attitude and spirit, although I still pray for those people in power. I pray for the president. Okay, next question. Government could not do it in a timely fashion. There's no way that government can ever rebuild trust with the American people. Uh, it's, in the, other words, this right. problem is not going to go away soon, correct? Right. Okay, uh, that's what I question. sense in the dream, yes. The Treasury official winking. I think there's a lot of things happening with our finances that we never know. Federal Reserve needs to be audited, but never will be. The people who are dealing with the PPP loans, pork, and the hidden things in all the, the stimulus packages – we're printing money that we can't afford to pay back. And even with the payroll taxes that are being taken out, those will have to be paid back in January. And so even though there may be a payroll tax cut, uh, we'll have to eventually pay that back. And right now you've got huge unemployment rates. You've got states that are running out of money to pay the unemployment funds. We're in trouble financially. Most Americans know that. They don't want to believe it, but most Americans know that. And because of that, I believe it's going to play out in the economic future of this country and that we're going to start to see some really, really serious things on the negative sense. The people are going to have to tr- really know who their God is and trust him to meet their needs and take care of them. Okay, let's, I'm going to skip the whole next paragraph. Maybe that's a whole other program there to dig into that. Let's jump down now to there was a separation line in the church, and fire moved on the heads of the people. What's the separation line? What's the fire on the heads? I think it's, 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 it's the separation of the sheep and the goats. Uh, the fire on the heads was those that know their God will do exploits. Those who know their God will be provided for. Those who know their God will trust and pray. And those in the church that have never really walked with the Lord, never really trusted Him, are going to find themselves wanting. Like many, many Tikal Yufarsim, they have been found, they have been measured, and they have been found wanting. They never had a real relationship with the Lord. They kind of, you know, Grandma was saved and went to this church, so I'll go to this church, I'll be all right. Uh, God basically is saying, you've not been trusting me, and you can't trust me through the hard times now. You won't make it through what's coming. Brother Dana Coverstone, I just love your heart, brother. I, I mean, I, I love your hearty purity and of truth, and just to simply bring it out to the people. And let me just tell you, the people at the Prophecy Club, that's what they love. They love truth, and they're not trying to win friends and influence people. We want to know the truth of what God is saying. We love what you're bringing. Okay, now let's go on to... The August 21st, Ready or Not. This was probably one of the shortest dreams, the absolute shortest dream I ever had. I saw the white figure appear. He raised the finger to the sky, and he simply said this, Ready or not, nation, here it comes. Brace yourself. Ready or not, nation, here it comes. Brace yourself. I think he was saying there are natural things happening right now. You've got Hurricane Laura, which caused a great amount of damage. Seeing the Kenosha things pick up. We have seen a Trump supporter in Portland that was was basically executed by an Antifa member. We see the things with the police in Chicago. We see the absolute just unlawfulness on the streets. Demonic manifestations 
of people all over the nation. We see crime crazy. We see looting in Minneapolis, Minnesota last Wednesday. Family member trying to get back from work, you know, couldn't get back to the campus because they closed the streets down because a man had murdered somebody earlier that day. Police had him cornered in a, in a parking lot. He pulls a gun and shoots himself. The guy killed himself. No cops shot anybody. But yet there was looting and rioting in Minneapolis that night because a guy killed himself. So now it's anything goes and we're going to have, we're going to riot. What I see coming, what I think the Lord was basically saying was, all the stops are out. Both parties are revealing who they really are. We have hypocrisy at the highest levels. And the bracing yourself is God saying, okay, if the nation wants to run like this, let it run. And the consequences will come and the consequences will fall. That's what I, I see it. And Stan, I'm excited to be a part of this. And I'll tell you why. It's going to be prayer and fasting. We're praying for the nation. We're praying for the church. And that's what God showed me in, in the dreams that I had, was that we need to rise up because we see the lawlessness that's out there in incredible ways. God loves this country. God loves the church. God loves his people. And one of the reasons he's waited so long to come back is because he's waiting for people to be saved and know who he is. And so this will be the church coming together. This is not about theology. This is not about denomination or fellowships. This is about the body of Christ that loves the Lord Jesus Christ coming together, praying together, and asking God to just move in our country because the word says if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray turn from their wicked ways it's an if-then statement and so I'm, I'm 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 proud to be a part of this glad to be a part of it and i can't wait to meet not just you but other people from around the nation who want to see god show himself out in great and powerful ways in our country so I'm excited to be there. Amen, amen. So if you want to be there, you need to go to watchmanstrumpet.com, watchmanstrumpet.com, and at last check, they are going to be allowing somewhere in the ballpark around 500 people into the room. The problem is this is only the 15th day we've been promoting it, and we already have over 250 people reserved. So and we've got, like, what, a little over two weeks away? So well, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. going to be full. If you want to be there, you need to go to watchmanstrumpet.com and get registered really quick. Watchmanstrumpet.com. But I want to point out, it says, fire moved on the heads of people who had been praying. Fire. Well, does that mm -hmm. sound like an upper room experience where the mighty rushing wind came in and there's tongues of fire? We don't know if it's going to happen at this meeting, but we're certainly praying that it will. Nevertheless... Mm -hmm. You don't want to miss it. Watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I was shown a secret door linking the feasts to the prophecies of Revelation. For the first time, the book of Revelation can be put in correct chronological order. You can understand Bible prophecy. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. What is the most important information to every beating heart on the globe? After except Jesus, it would be don't take the mark of the beast. Those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are tormented in the lake of fire and brimstone for eternity. How do you tell them? Give them, miss the mark. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Over the past 32 years, I've collected the best 101 prophecies from Dimitri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Gruber, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Maria Sklar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, and more. It's called God's Warnings for America. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. 
My new book is called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel because that's what it does. It shows you the part of Daniel you need to know, being you're about to be a tribulation saint, and will desperately need to know and understand about the last days you live in. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10, one for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins that can help you roll over your IRA, 401k. So tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. I also just learned that Heaven's Harvest has more food in stock. That's right. Freeze-dried, the coveted freeze-dried food in stock at HeavensHarvest.com. And if you put the promo code in STAN, it helps your Prophecy Club, and it also gets you a packet of heirloom seeds free. HeavensHarvest.com, promo code STAN, S-T-A-N, HeavensHarvest.com, STAN. The easiest way to listen and watch Prophecy Club YouTube videos is to download our free app from the App Store. This is not to be confused with WatchProphecyClub.com, where you can watch 26 years and over 300 DVDs for a subscription of $20 a month or $200 a year. Click like, share, and subscribe.